welcome to Light and Love, where we help you find the essence of you. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Light and Love. This is Jalen. This is Sarah. And today's topic of the day is your subconscious and conscious mind. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot to be said about this. Yes. Um... I think the first time I came... Are you going to give us the definitions? Yeah, just like a little... Okay. Okay. So your subconscious mind is pretty much like your second mind. And um, it's like hidden. That's it. It's just hidden. <laughs> it exists within you. And then your conscious mind is pretty much being aware of your surroundings. And the decisions you're making and yes. stuff, I think. Kind of like just being woke. Yeah. Woke. I think, like, literally and, like, spiritually. I mean, everyone has a conscious mind, but the more awake it is, the more you're in touch, like, with your higher self. Because mm-hmm. the subconscious is... What does this say? Oh, it says below awareness. So 95% of the time spent here, the software created in childhood before full consciousness that holds core beliefs, emotions, memories, behaviors, and instincts. That's really deep I feel like Mm -hmm. because your subconscious mind was being fed your whole life and you didn't even know it and then this is why people wonder why they are a certain way or why they react in a certain way or why they lash out Mm -hmm. and it's all because it's all out of your subconscious mind yes crazy literally yeah um yeah and I think um the time like the ages between one and seven are the most like influential in your life and you will always carry everything that your subconscious mind learned at that time throughout the rest of your life be it whether it's good or bad um so that's why self-awareness is really important because if you're self-aware or like dig deep into things that happened to you or like how you were raised um it it can help you a lot in your life because you can combat it with Mm -hmm. better behavior and habits and stuff you mean you would you wouldn't think between one and seven you're gonna learn all these things but it's gonna play out for the rest of your life Mm -hmm. which brings me back again to having children and yeah having them in specific environments that's why i tell russ all the time that i'm very i think i'm gonna be very particular about it i mean i know you can't protect them from everything but i still want to i don't know as much as you can if that's the virgo me trying to protect them as much as i can but i'm really picky about uh stuff like that because personally my parents were both alcoholics and did think hardcore things and thank god decided to change their lives before me so i was never around that per se but i was around a lot of people who were like that because i would go places with them where they would meet with people Uh, like that mm -hmm. so i've definitely been like very aware of it yeah forever and i still even it took me a long time to drink alcohol i mean i drank when i was young but i would always get so like kind of weird about it i don't know when it was <laughs> no, that like, makes sense yeah too much because i would just be scared that i would fall into something that my parents did because they say most of the time i mean um like alcoholism can be passed down to like your kids hereditary? not hereditary but just because of the behaviors that they you saw mm-hmm. growing up okay. or were around that makes sense so thankfully my parents weren't like that but i think you can still get things from your parents even if they weren't showing you that. Mm-hmm. I, that I really was a think part that. of them that you took on that yeah. you knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I always am very like... That's really good that you're very aware of that. You know what sucks 
Mm-hmm. Wait, hold on. <laughs> no, because I was reading something. I don't remember what I was reading. I think it was like that anagram stuff. I was reading about my type. Mm-hmm. And um, they say that, I guess, for my type, for kids, like if they have like trauma growing up, not like just whatever mm-hmm. trauma, like mm-hmm. it can be. And I just learned that trauma can be whatever it is to you. If it yeah. affects you in a certain way, and even if it's not as crazy as like mm-hmm. the crazy stuff you hear, like it's still trauma to you. So yeah. Don't think you can't compare trauma exactly, yeah, because it affected you in a certain way. But Mm -hmm. like, so for like type nines, like they say that, um, if you experience trauma like that, you tend to block it off Mm -hmm. and you don't remember. That's why I was trying to think back on my childhood. I'm like, okay, I don't remember a lot of it. I think it's because I blocked it off. So for people who don't, um, oh my god, this is a lot that I'm telling you guys. No, yeah, people that don't, um, I guess because I'm not aware of it, Mm -hmm. it's hard to know what to fix within me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I don't know what to look out for mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know, I'm very similar because um, Russ always thinks it's weird that I don't have much of a childhood memory. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, did something happen to me when I was younger? Yeah. That's also why I remember that book that I got. I don't want to read it. I don't want <laughs> to dig read deeper. It. I want to read it. <laughs> See, you're so like, you're so eager to jump head in and like learn things. I'm so scared because like I watched this thing on Netflix. I forget what it's called, but it was about this lady who when she was younger she went to like a catholic school and she was being raped by like the priest the police so many people and she blocked it out of her memory Mm -hmm. until she was like 50 something when something happened and it like she started having memories of it so that's how powerful your brain is like you can forget things like you can force yourself like a lot of rape victims say that when it's happening, like they're able to go out of their body and just not yeah. be there in that moment because that's the only way to save yourself. If they're trying to protect you, that's why. Yeah. Oh my God. So yeah. that's why I think, I do think it's kind of strange that I don't remember as much as him mm-hmm. from when I was younger. So that's why I'm like scared to read the book because it's like a 12 week process of like, <gasps> I need that. Doing things. Yeah. I really want that because when I found that out, I was like, wow. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, what else about? I, f- I was gonna say, oh, I know. Um, so when we first started doing our spiritual stuff last year, we came across, I think you found it, the Energy Healing Podcast. Mm-hmm. And was it was it about, yes. mm-hmm. I actually saw it the other day and I was listening to it again. Um, but it was about, obviously it's about energy, but it was more so, I remember one episode was really like, do you remember the one where she would use the energy to ask herself questions or subconscious mind Mm -hmm. so you can there's like a couple ways to do it but like i think the easiest way is just standing up and asking yourself questions and if your body leans forward that means yes and if it leans back that means no so of course you have to ask yourself questions you know to be true yeah like is my name sarah yeah yeah and then your body will react and then you can start asking like a little deeper questions Mm -hmm. which i did sometimes i wouldn't want to go to the gym and I would be like, do I need to go to the gym today? <laughs> <laughs> or I didn't want to do cardio, and I was like, do I need cardio? It was always yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, okay. Like, am I in denial? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was like, that really opened my brain. Like, wow. Mm-hmm. Like, your subconscious mind is there for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I thought of, I thought of something else. I, I can't remember right now. It's crazy because not a lot of people are in touch with their subconscious mind, like, knowingly. I mean, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like they're just not aware of being conscious about your subconscious. Yeah. You know? And that's why I like, um, I like spiritual stuff because you really tap in with 
things that can help you overcome that part exactly. of your brain. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think the more conscious you are, that means you have like a higher awareness. Exactly. Yeah. Which makes sense because um, like we were saying with the subconscious so that's when you're a child and you learn things and it brings me back to habits that you learn or behaviors you learn from your parents or the people that raised you or you were around mm -hmm. that's kind of who you're gonna be for your life <laughs> that's why they say that you are the what is it the five people that you surround yourself mm -hmm. with yeah even because that's the energy that they're bringing to you and energy is very powerful yeah and those are just the things you you're taught like we're kind of like monkey see monkey do mm -hmm. as well like when we see people raising us do things and we end up doing them even if it's things they don't want us to do like we saw it yeah we're gonna accept that behavior so and we always think our parents are right you know mm -hmm. when we're young so of yeah. course we're not gonna question it yeah and that's the thing about parents and children and it's a a weird cycle like I understand you're a baby but that's why when I have kids again I just want to be very like I want to listen to them mm -hmm. a lot because as a kid you know how you feel exactly you know how you feel and I think a lot of time parents override it because they're the parent and that's not how society um says that you're supposed to be yeah like i don't want my kid to be in charge yeah. but i want to know how they feel mm -hmm. like i even um heard one time like if your kid if you're forcing your kid to eat and they say they're not hungry even if they haven't eaten like if they're not hungry then you shouldn't be forcing them to eat because mm -hmm. you're already enforcing a bad habit which is eating when you're not hungry yeah i've i talked to a lot of people too and they're like i remember when i was little and i would have to stay at the table until i was done eating and that mm -hmm. was torture because i remember that too yeah you know I just put it on my brother's plate, but <laughs> I'm so sorry to my brother for doing that. Yeah, or like finishing what you served and like, again, see, you're a kid and sometimes you don't know it's too much, but like being forced past your limit mm -hmm. isn't right. Mm -hmm. And I think parents just, we get, adults get so stuck in, we're the adult, uh -huh. they're the child. And even when you were talking about, um, what were you saying about? Oh, trauma. Like, everyone's mm -hmm. trauma is different. Mm -hmm. So, you know, back in the days, people could hit their kids, which I still think is inappropriate. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm still, mm. it's still mixed feelings. You, <laughs> never mind. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> because sometimes I see kids do things and I'm like, oh my God, I would want to slap them. why do you them. think they're that way? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you're like, well, just don't raise your kid that way. And obviously it's easier said than done always with everything. But, oh shit, where was I going You know what? This? I guess we can't really say too much about that either because they go to school and they learn this, this, and that too. Yeah. Oh, but with trauma. Yeah. So like Russ and his nephew, he was like, man, if I did that, like my uncle would do this or hit us. Or like he'll be sensitive about something. Like in our opinion, it's sensitive. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, he shouldn't be like that. And I'm like, but why would you say that? Because if he's sensitive about it, then you can't be mean to him mm -hmm. or accuse him, like judge him for being sensitive about something you weren't sensitive mm -hmm. about. Like or that's just feel unfair. Like it wasn't right to feel a certain way. Yeah, exactly. And no matter what your feelings are, like you are always. Those are yours. Yeah, you're right to have those feelings mm -hmm. and you're right to express them. Yeah, so it's really hard not to push your values or how you are under other people, but that goes with your subconscious and your un how keep on to say unconscious <laughs> conscious mind yes but the trauma and so a lot of th 
there's a lot of things you can do to combat the subconscious mm-hmm. mind. Like meditating. Yes. Um, positive affirmations. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, recording your dreams. That yes. um, because I feel like all your dreams come from your subconscious mind. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, I read something that like, if you remember the dream, then it was a message. But if you don't remember, then that wasn't the message. Really? Mm-hmm. I forgot where I saw that. I Obviously, it was on Instagram somewhere. Dreams. Okay, so what about my dream this morning then? So you remember it? Yeah, about the blueberry smoothie. Oh. Then it was saying you need, maybe it was saying you need more, what do blueberries, blueberries? have? Like omega-3s or something? So? It might be. Like maybe your <laughs> subconscious knows that you need more of that like vitamin yeah. or something. Okay. I took it really serious. I know. Like, <laughs> sometimes I try not to think too deep about stuff because I'm like, am I thinking too deep about it now? Yeah. But. Yeah, maybe it's I saying like, it, I need some so. blueberries. <laughs> I think it could totally oh be gosh. true. Okay. A sign is a sign. Just take mm-hmm. it. And subconscious like um, emotions, like repressed emotions that come from your subconscious mind could end up um, affecting your physical body later too. Mm-hmm. Which is, is why it's scary and powerful and there's a lot of people like that show on netflix heal that's what i was just thinking of the girl who like all of them (laughs) i feel so bad oh yeah no but this girl like she meditated she was so peaceful like she ate right and everything oh i know you're talking about the the older lady right yes but there was one thing that um in her childhood that Mm -hmm. affected her in a way that she didn't even realize Mm -hmm. because she was like what like she couldn't find out what was wrong, you know, mm-hmm. and to think that was what caused her disease. What well, was she had cancer, right? That's what caused it. Mm-hmm. Just the emotions from that and all that negativity. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Well, it is called. Okay, I have a funny story about this, but what I'm about to say, dis ease. So your body's not at ease, <laughs> right? That's dis-ease. really why it's called disease. Oh. Like there's things uh-huh. in medical. <laughs> terms where they really truly mean something and if people knew what it meant then they would be like disease i can't think of any other ones right now but like so i did the angel cards with my friends the other day and Mm -hmm. they're not like as spiritual i don't think at all the one that did it and so she thought she read disease incorrectly on the card I don't want to like go into this whole really? deep conversation about it, but she was reading the thing about something can turn into dis-ease. Oh, and so she read it, she read it dis-ease. like that, dis-ease. Oh, wow. And then she started laughing. She's like, and she's like, wait, it does say dis-ease. And I was uh-huh. like, yeah, because disease in your body is a dis-ease somewhere else. Interesting. So I didn't go too deep into it because I didn't feel like explaining that yeah, much, yeah, but yeah. I've heard that many times. Is like the vocabulary they use in like medical terms really mm-hmm. shows you what it truly means. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's so good to know. I'm trying to think if there's other ones that I could think of, but that's like the number one thing. But um, this is why self-talk, like the way you talk to yourself is so important mm-hmm. because like they always say your thoughts turn into your feelings and your feelings turn into your actions. Yes. I think that's how it goes, right? You know what? Yeah, yeah. Even like if you're joking too, like your mm-hmm. mind doesn't take it for like how you say it it takes it for what the it meaning is. of yeah yeah it's super black exactly. and white like yeah so you just have to really be careful what you say to yourself mm-hmm. even if you're joking but it's a lot of like again self-awareness like bringing attention to something and working to fix it that's what you have to do to become more consciously awake mm-hmm. is bring attention to things that you notice and work on them yeah. Because a lot of people, because 
just going back to like families and stuff like if you were raised by an alcoholic or like domestic violence they say it'll carry on but there's always the outliers where they don't turn into those people mm-hmm. and most of the time if you speak to them they looked at the situation differently they saw something they didn't want to be mm-hmm. so they, so they- worked Yes. To not be that. Exactly. They train themselves. Mm-hmm. I guess it's like training yourself. Yeah. It is. So it's like not everything is what it is. You can always work on things to change them and people can change. Like in our last episode, it's like when people show you who they are or tell you who they are, believe them. And I do believe that. But later in the episode, they were like, but if someone says to you, you're right or yes i see that i want to change mm-hmm. that you have to believe that as well mm-hmm. because anyone can change exactly but then you have to wait for the action as yeah. well because anyone can say they want to change but not really and i feel like it's not like people want to be like that that's just the way they were raised mm-hmm. oh, wait, but, see but some people use it as an excuse no, like see, i was okay. raised that way it isn't an excuse it isn't at all because now that you're aware of that's how you were raised that's when you can move forward take action and if you don't then you're always just gonna stick to that excuse yeah see then it you becomes know? an excuse mm-hmm. if you don't do anything about exactly. it exactly so which is unfair mm-hmm. to you and everyone else around you exactly because you don't want to be toxic like that <laughs> No. So uh, becoming more conscious, you have to really rewire your beliefs, your habits. And this is why daily rituals are so important. Yes. Mm -hmm. I read somewhere or like in a podcast. I feel like that's like my word today. I read somewhere. I heard somewhere um, in a podcast. I know it was on a podcast. They were saying that affirmations aren't good because people can get depressed off of them. Because you're telling yourself what you don't have. Yeah. Right. Like, I am beautiful. You have to Mm -hmm. keep telling yourself you're beautiful because you think you're ugly. And then for some people, they could see it as being, like, depressing because it's, like, reminding them of what they're not. I guess if you take it that way, I guess I I really believe that, um, what is it, your way of seeing things makes, your perception of things Mm -hmm. determine, like, what it is. You, I feel like people who look at that way make it ugly. Like, it doesn't have to be ugly. It could be a really beautiful thing. You know what I Mm -hmm. mean? And that's also, again, something that you have to change within yourself, like proactively change in Mm -hmm. yourself. And there's other things. Let me read the chart that I showed you. There's a lot. So ego. Ego has a lot to do with the subconscious and conscious mind. Mm -hmm. Um, So what does this say? I guess I'll just read it. An avatar self created in the psyche to protect protect sense of self, self self-esteem, sensitive to criticism and being misunderstood, Drawn to labeling both self and others fear-based. Oh, so ego is the I identity. Okay. I see that. Um, it has to relate to this somehow because it's in a chart together, but I'm trying to think of how to no, tie it No, something... I feel like... So, okay. Say that you're, you're young, right? You go to school and you have... Ugly hair. I don't know. You have mm-hmm. ugly hair. So people tell you all the time, like, you have... Wait, I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> say, okay, say people tell you all the time, like, you have ugly hair, you have ugly hair. So you grow up thinking, like, you have ugly mm-hmm. hair. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know. Like, you have this idea in your head that in order to be beautiful, you have to have, like, the certain type of hair. Mm-hmm. So is that something you've trained your... sub? So your subconscious mind, in a way, is trying to protect you. Do you see what I'm trying to say? That's why your ego mm-hmm. is like that? Yeah. Like, a lot of people think your ego is, like, full of yourself, which kind of makes sense in what you're saying is where you have to build up this wall where you act yes. like it doesn't hurt you. So, 
it protects yourself, but really, yeah. See, this is why society like just needs. I don't know. Like, <laughs> that's why my kids aren't going to school. <laughs> <laughs> well, also ego with kids is a huge thing because, um, what you call it? Because of ego, because when they're hurt or embarrassed or fall or something happens, the way you react to them is going to play a huge part in mm-hmm. how they emotionally handle things. That makes sense. So when, like, kids get embarrassed because you're laughing at them or, you know, they're kind of going to carry that you're right. with them. But so I think it's really important to pay attention to those little things so you can help work, help your kid work through it mm-hmm. in the more, like, a better manner so later on it doesn't affect them so much. I see what you mean there. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is why it's so powerful for parents to be, like, just really aware and awake mm-hmm. when having children. Mm-hmm. You know, or like yeah. deciding they want to have children because every little thing affects them and yes. is making them, even if you don't know it. Mm-hmm. Literally, like we were saying behind closed doors, like even if you're arguing or there's tension in a relationship and you're trying to hide it, or I was watching the show Big Little Lies, um, if you guys watch it, and this what the daughter had like an anxiety attack and she had to go to the hospital because she passed out and she's only like seven yeah Mm -hmm. she had an anxiety attack and like the parents are going through like a bankruptcy and the mom is just like insane like she's like the breadwinner she was like i will not not be rich when her husband went to jail for like doing fraud or whatever Mm -hmm. and like all that pressure and all those like even though the mom is trying to be perfect and the breadwinner and just appear perfect like the kid can feel all of that tension going on between the marriage between the mom's like Mm -hmm. inner turmoil like they can feel everything so when she had the anxiety attack the mom was there when she woke up and she's like are you okay and then the dad starts talking she's like don't talk to her don't talk to my daughter and they're like bickering like right in front of her like it's helping yeah yeah and they're like whispering bickering but it's still right in front of her yeah (laughs) and even if it was i don't know just the energy that's taken from all that you know what that's so sad Mm mm-hmm like that's why it's important to be like emotion like learn how to deal with emotions healthily Mm -hmm. so you can show that that you're fighting but then also show what you do to overcome yeah Yeah, and it's okay to fight and like explain to your children what's going on you know like mommy and daddy are fighting right now but it's okay we'll get through it you know and like we still love you or something like that you know instead of just trying to hide it exactly because that see that's what I think people should just realize. <laughs> oh my god, I'm judging. Sorry, but you know, but that's why you have to be become more conscious. But I think that's what our generation is doing. Like, I feel like yes. our parents weren't like this. Like, I can definitely, I know my parents for a fact aren't like this. Yeah, so. no, I feel like a lot of our parents are not like this because I feel like a lot of parents, well, for my parents, they're like first generation here, mm-hmm. and the goal is to, you know, like get a job raise a family like live the dream here and that's their only goal I feel like you know yeah so I feel like a lot of them don't think about anything else mm-hmm. I don't know that's just, I guess for my parents that's how I think it was what about like emotions like I used to think kind of like seeing a lot of Filipino families like my best friend growing up was Filipino and then Russ's family Filipino mm-hmm. I noticed like they're so close as a family, like closer than I feel like to my family, which I always loved. Mm-hmm. But I feel like expressing like feelings was never. It's tough, yeah. A thing. I don't at know. All. Honestly, <laughs> I can see what you mean there. I guess it really depends on the family. Yeah. My 
parents my parents were young when they had me so I feel like like having a kid at 21 I'm just like when I was 21 like I was not yeah at anywhere ready for a kid you know so I just feel like and then you don't have a lot of time to like grow up yourself because you're trying to raise a child mm-hmm. too yeah it's always hard trying to grow with other people depending on you, yeah. which goes back to the same thing as a relationship. Trying to grow as an individual while in a relationship is extremely hard, and I could see how being a parent trying to grow mm-hmm. is extremely hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's good, like, adversity for some kids. Like, for some kids, it shows them, like, how hard yeah, their like, parent worked and, like, changes the course of their life. Mm-hmm. But other times, it doesn't always work out that way, mm-hmm. you know, so... A lot of how we're raised has a lot to do with who we are. It's crazy. What else? Oh, the inner child. That's a, that's the last thing on that chart. What? Okay, read it. Um, the child still alive within every adult, desperate to be seen and heard, carries unhealed, repressed emotions, unconsciously seeks love and approval. What is the topic for that one? What does that say? Inner child. Inner child. Okay. I see that. Is that just what's not healed yet? Mm-hmm. Because everyone has a child in them. That's, mm-hmm. And I that goes back to when you're between one and seven, that's who you are for the rest of your life. So that's always going to yeah. be with you. So everyone has an inner child. The things that hurt them when they were a kid are going to hurt them when they're 27. Exactly, unless you work on it. Yeah. And this is why I feel like every single person needs to work on themselves. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think, like, I'm fine, I'm good, like, just going to work on. But it's like, no... It's all in your subconscious mind. You just have to dig deep for it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I guess you just really have to be aware of like um, your behavior patterns, what triggers you, what sets you off, you know? Yeah. Back to self-awareness. And then I saw something about, I think this is a really, really good one, um, about money. This is it's going to sound weird, but like, sometimes we well not sometimes we always learn about money from our parents right we just don't like the the way they deal with money how they handled money were they like desperate for money was it not a problem Mm -hmm. and me and Russ grew up totally different so I can I can totally see the differences between how we react with money how you view it yes Uh uh-huh so I definitely see that and then um so one of the podcasts was like write down the ways that you view money that you learned from your parents Mm -hmm. because it's kind of taboo at least in my family we never really talk about like financial matters ever so how am I ever supposed to know (laughs) besides like oh save your money Mm -hmm. save your money that's literally all they say save your money like okay Mm -hmm. like and then where was that supposed to go yeah yeah (laughs) I mean I know where it's supposed to go but yeah you know what I mean I don't know it's just weird that it's so taboo but it's your own children Mm mm-hmm that's crazy. So it's like maybe not just money, but write things down that you think you've learned from your parents that you don't necessarily agree with anymore or, you know, so you can combat them with other yeah. habits. You know what? I did this exercise um, where I would write down what I think it is. So like... um Let's say I don't think people want, like for example, I don't think people want to buy from me, mm-hmm. right? 
And then, like, obviously that sentence is wrong. So mm-hmm. you keep writing and writing and writing until the sentence feels right. Yeah. So eventually I came up with, like, I don't think people are ready to buy from me. Or, like, people, you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. you kind of just have to, like. It's like a mindset shift. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Which is really hard for people to do. It's mm-hmm. hard for me. I mean, it's hard for everyone. But yeah. you really have to, like. Nothing healing. And force yourself. Yeah. Working on yourself is easy. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Which is why we call it light and love, but it's because you have to get through darkness exactly. and fear. Like my whole week, like I feel like it was a lot I had to deal with, mm-hmm. em- like emotionally, like just everything, everything. Yeah, everything felt wrong. But if I didn't go through that, I wouldn't realize how you learn something every yes, time. Yes, exactly. Even if it's the same thing over, over and over. Yeah, you really have to go through it over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're stubborn like me, you're gonna have to go over it a lot of times. <laughs> And you always think it's the other person. <laughs> That's something I'm working on. <laughs> yeah. And no, I was talking to my friend the other day about something like that too. Like, I feel like we have really hard moments in our life. And like, there's at the moment, they're so, so, so hard. And mm-hmm. you're like, it's How such a shitty it? feeling. Like, mm-hmm. it's just so, it's like the bottom of the pit feeling. But every time on the other side of that, like, you feel so much better and stronger and like clarity which i think is like the best part of getting through something hard is there's definitely a better feeling on the other end exactly yeah at one point i was kind of like i kind of want something bad to happen to me just so i can overcome (laughs) it and be better and then be happier after that yeah it's weird but like Mm -hmm. it's always better after yeah you just have to work through it Mm -hmm. and everything happiness and sadness is so temporary Mm -hmm. like i've definitely learned to realize that this year especially with like the whole freelancing thing and like the ups and downs like one moment you're doing so good and you made this much money and then the next moment no one wants anything and you're like fuck so I'm like what am I gonna do those were like the hardest times where I felt like I learned something new about myself every single time Mm -hmm. and like learned to do new habits and like how I was like thinking about myself so like Mm -hmm. subconsciously I was like trying to figure out what that meant to me Mm -hmm. like how those times started making me feel and like the way I would talk to myself like yeah you can't do this or you know like yeah or like what are you gonna do now yeah Mm -hmm. it's so crazy because it's so hard but you get a lot of answers from it Mm -hmm. that's the best part exactly it would be weird if everything was perfect anyways yeah it would be no fun it's fake (laughs) because also Russ did this song a long time ago low blows are hydros but it really is so true like Things that make you feel low make the highs feel mm-hmm. so much better. Mm-hmm. Which exactly. I always thought was that was a cute little line, and it's it's true. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so ways that you can start thinking. We already mentioned that, but I just want to recap. Um, start training your subconscious mind. Are um, kind of like maybe write down like what your habits are. Like, I definitely know my habits, so I try and work on them a lot. Yeah, or, like, a bad habit that you know. Yeah, just write it down. Mm-hmm. Try to understand it. Mm-hmm. You know, why are you acting like this? Where does this come from? Yeah, that's a good one. You know, with, um like, people who procrastinate, I thought that mm-hmm. was just, like, not a characteristic, but just a bad habit. But mm-hmm. then when I realized, um, I watched a YouTube video on what it really means, and sometimes people procrastinate because the fear of failure. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, deeper wow. than that. It's always deeper. Yes. Just like 
Um, actually, no, I don't want to go into that. <laughs> I was going to talk about depression, but I honestly don't know anything about that, so I'm not even going to touch Sometimes, on that. Okay, yeah, let's not. <laughs> we, let's, yeah. But fear and anxiety, are those two different things? Is fear like holding on to the past and anxiety is worrying about the future? Yes, exactly. So those are coming from your subconscious mind, yeah? You think so? Yeah. I, I mean, you're, yeah, it is. Because fear you have of an idea of how things are supposed to be, so you are living in the future, <clears throat> and that's why it's causing anxiety. Yeah, and living okay. in the past like, that makes that's sense. Not nowhere in like nothing is happening in the moment, and you're just hurting yourself because of something that's in your subconscious mind that you need to get rid of. Mm-hmm. Or the idea of like you can't get rid of it, or you know. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. I like that. Um, I still think affirmations are a good thing, but I think you really need to. Um, Find it in yourself to believe what you're saying to be true. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not true at this moment, believe that it could be true, mm-hmm. which is really important. Affirmations are so important. Thank but, you for the affirmation book. Yes. Because when someone said that about the depression thing or like, I, that made me kind of sad and I was kind of like, uh, but that's just like, I personally feel like that's something that you also have to overcome is trusting yourself to believe in something that you think could be true like it's not at this moment like you know what i mean yeah but um and then meditation how does meditation help your i feel like meditation clears your mind okay yeah you know and Mm -hmm. then you can think straight Mm -hmm. and what's real and what's just your ego yeah or whatever's coming from your subconscious mind that's true i like that because when I meditate, what's the difference? Like, so I mentioned in the last one that we meditate differently. And sometimes I read, like, you should ask questions that you want to know or something. And then, again, you're going to expect an answer, but maybe not in the way you think. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I feel like ideas will come to me. And I always tell myself that when ideas come to me, that's an answer coming yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. So I try and, like, pursue each idea or write it down Excuse because you. I think it's, it's being given to me. Okay, yeah. yeah. You set the tone on what you want from the meditation. Mm-hmm. For me, I meditate to clear my mind. Yeah. Because I know I can think of something. It's just I'm thinking too much stuff right now. Yeah. So I need to like clear it so I can make way for what is supposed to be what I'm looking for. Yeah. So maybe you like need to meditate longer than me so you could get to that mm-hmm. calm state mm-hmm. and then the because I, I feel like I can empty my head pretty easily. I cannot. This might be like <laughs> kundalini yoga. <laughs> Where you spank yourself. Yes. Oh, my God. What about um, goat yoga? I've never heard of goat yoga. What? You've never seen that? No. Where they do yoga and the little goats are like jumping on them and like. I'm never going to have a goat jump on me. <laughs> what? <laughs> I've never seen It looks seen so that. cute. But I actually how does that cute. feel? I don't know, but I feel like I'm and why goats. I'm guessing it's like making you one with like the goats, animals, and the earth. And whatnot. is it just goats? Yeah, I'm not sure why it's goats. There must be a reason though. Let us know if you guys know. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it looks funny, and I don't know. And oh, oh gratitude. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. Like that helps. So I feel like all of these could have their own like a podcast but then at the same time not really because some of them are just so straightforward and so easy like everything ties into each other too yeah so we're gonna touch on a lot of these things over and over again because it's stuff that you need to like yeah that's why i like freestyling it and having like a little conversation before because it can kind of lead us to where Mm -hmm. it's gonna go exactly so gratitude i started doing this i did it because someone said to do it (laughs) 
they always say to do it so you can welcome more um yeah just welcome more in more good things yeah so i did it for a good while and i felt good but i still feel just as good without doing it to be honest because mm-hmm. i'm always thankful for like what i have like i'm kind of like i don't worry too much about the stuff i don't have Mm-hmm. because I feel like I'm eventually going to have it mm-hmm. and like I'm super thankful to have like my basic needs that's good that you can think of that just like always Naturally. you know what I mean yeah. because me I'm the total opposite right now <laughs> I feel like Gress is kind of like that too so for, to you me I feel like he could do like a gratitude thing I think it's because for me coming from like a family who doesn't have anything, mm-hmm. you know? That is true. That, that, that is a big part. Because I see that in me, Tristan, and Russ. So mm-hmm. I can see why yeah. us three live in the future because we didn't have it growing up. Yeah. And I that's totally always what that. we wanted. And that's what our subconscious mind has in us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like having to rewire that in us, it's hard because we... And a lot of it is like, okay, if we don't think about it that way... Is it kind of telling us that we don't want it that bad? Or, yeah. you know what I mean? Oh my gosh, I do so, see that in all three of you mm-hmm. completely. That's why I feel like we are the way that we are. And it's something to rewire. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Like, exactly. I'm so thankful. I'm thankful already just you saying that, like, mm-hmm. having to naturally, like, not have to worry about those things growing mm-hmm. up. So I just kind of, I grew up that way. So yeah. I think it's easier for me to go with the flow a little bit. Mm-hmm. But that's what I have to teach myself that I am worthy of, like, wealth and yeah. money and everything yeah. that mm-hmm. I'm deserving, you know? Mm-hmm. And literally just leave it up to the universe and God to... Yeah. I think that is, like, you guys really have to focus on feeling worthy of it or knowing that That's it's what possible. It is. Yeah. And also possible in a way that maybe your families didn't think. Mm-hmm. Which is really hard. Mm-hmm. That I have to think about. Um, one of my favorite affirmations, I'm just going to tell you guys, that... I kind of know what it goes, but I'm free to, something about family. I am free to live a different life than my family or something like that. I never felt like I was pressured to be a certain way, but I think just society in general kind of, I think it was more society than my actual family. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm free to create differently than my family. That was one I I highlighted and said a lot, and that got me through, like, quitting my job. They took it really well, so, I mean, I didn't have anything to worry about, but, again, it was just things in my head that I thought Mm -hmm. were supposed to be, but my family ended up not being that way. But I still think that, though, because I am going to create a different life than I think my family did Mm -hmm. or expected, I guess, of me. Yeah. But they're pretty supportive all the way. Are your parents supportive? They are. They actually really are. I think also um, believing in yourself and doing something makes a huge difference. Mm -hmm. Because some people would be like, well, I can't tell my parents this. But technically, you don't know that's the answer because you didn't try. You just decided for them how you think they will be. Yeah, because I kept thinking that too. I thought they were going to be upset or like mad. But I think with how firmly I believed in myself, it made all the difference in them Mm -hmm. being like, okay. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't believe in yourself, then it's going to come across. Because that, that just way, goes yeah. with, like, if you don't believe something to be true, then how is anybody else going to believe exactly. it? Exactly. So you really got to train yourself. So true. There's a lot to work on. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. But it's fun. I was just going to say that. But it's fun. <laughs> and, yeah, just your beliefs in general. So I, I think I will finish reading that book. Yay, it's called The okay, Presence Process. After. The Presence Process by... 
um i don't know who it's by but maybe i'll send a picture or put a picture on the instagram okay I've read about halfway. That's the other thing I don't like. It's not getting to the actual process until I'm halfway through the book and we haven't yeah. gotten to it yet. So it's, it's making me anxious reading it. Oh, it's like you have to be prepared to deal with. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like making me feel like I'm about to like overcome like, something yeah. huge <laughs> that I don't even know about yet. So that's why I'm like, I'm scared. Don't overthink it. Just go with the book. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. how I feel about dreaming. I need to try dreaming now. Yeah. Lucid dreaming. Dream. Because the meditation was so amazing, so I want to feel that feeling again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like an addiction now. Oh, no. <laughs> an addiction. I want to um, lucid dream again, too, actually. I hear pianos now. I thought it was the ice cream truck. It sounds like the ice cream truck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're also really uh, hungry. I know. Oh, I did want to mention one thing. You know what's weird? How we were talking about how your family influences, like, who you are, like, the five people you were with. Mm-hmm. So Russ has a sister. You know her. Mm-hmm. Her oldest daughter didn't really grow up with her, but they're the same person. The oh, yeah. The same habits. I think that's so... Is that something you think to do with, like, ancestral, like... Yeah. Things? Because it's like, how could you become the same person or that you, you know didn't what? even... I think that people react a certain way because they don't have like okay so for example like um my brother uh-huh. my little brother like I feel like he grew up without my mom around mm-hmm. so that made him act out in a certain ways yeah so I feel like that plays a part in it too oh, you know true, not true. having okay so they both around, experienced like, that exactly kind of. so okay. they went so it is like I think um what is it like ancestral that and just you're right the environment was kind of the same for both exactly yeah okay yeah that makes sense but it's just so crazy how like you can end up like a parent that you didn't Mm -hmm. even really know because his other his nephew doesn't live with his dad but i'm like oh my god you are your dad's child that's crazy yeah like how when you live with someone who's hella different it's hella weird that is yeah but it's just like in the ends more or you think that you have an idea of how their parents are and it's always in their head, so that's why they are that way? Well, also because yeah. they were with them when they were young, so that's how they're impressionable mind. you are. Yeah, exactly. And See. you keep it. There you go. Ties back to it. I wonder what I... I don't remember anything between the ages one and Me seven. Me too. Is that... I was obviously going through some things. Right? <laughs> well, like, yeah. It's crazy. I know. I, was, I saw this lady and then... Um, she was like, what were you doing in second grade? And I'm like, I don't know, like, the monkey bars. Yeah, I, I mean, I remember little things here and there, yes, but Russ remembers, like, everything. I thought I just had bad memory. But Tristan remembers every little detail, yeah. too. So Interesting. But I know I don't have a bad memory, so that's why I'm like, what was it that mm-hmm. made that you I was block like it off? Out. And I was always known to be, like, the quiet baby the quiet child always observing me too always i think that's so what were we like taking in we must have been taking in a lot and thinking about it a lot too Mm, i think so that's crazy that makes sense can we like see someone to talk about that not that's not weird see that's what i was trying to figure out how do you find those things in you if you don't even know it yeah i mean it has to be in your subconscious mind somewhere yeah Uh, that's what the book i think does how do you tap into that the book will teach you exercises i need that book that's interesting. I wonder what we're both going to come up with. I know. I mean, because we're okay people now. And I yeah. know nothing... Well, trauma is, like you said, different for everyone. Yeah, but exactly. I know nothing, like, crazy, yeah. like, 
Yeah. But maybe they just witnessed a lot of, like, the interactions between people that, like, made you feel some type of way. Yeah. You know? And as a kid, you're really sensitive, I feel mm-hmm. like. So anything can be, like, yeah, crazy. Huh. Okay, I guess we're going to have to work on that. That'll, That'll be tell fun. Us a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to listen to the podcast, like... W- like way in the future to see like like where we how we... much evolved from even yes, now exactly yeah because i think um the stuff we talk about we could talk about it again mm-hmm. from like a totally different perspective exactly. in like a year so much and just having these topics then it makes you realize it makes me realize a lot like okay like i want to do this more i need to work on this mm-hmm. and stuff like that mm-hmm. i hope that's what it's doing for you guys too yeah oh me too because i think i went a lot of my life not thinking about any of these things <laughs> right yeah yeah because now i feel like just like that guy's um podcast like living on purpose Mm -hmm. i feel like that's now what i'm doing exactly everything has a purpose to it Mm -hmm. for something bigger which is cool exactly you want to do a quote yes so today's quote is your conscious mind commands and your subconscious mind obeys i don't remember where i got this from that was cool. I like that one. Right? I hope you guys get that. That makes... That's easy to understand, right? Who knows? Just kidding. <laughs> your conscious mind commands and your subconscious mind obeys. So I always pause podcasts so I can get the quote again. Who? I always pause podcasts so I can get the quote again. Oh. So that's why I did it. <laughs> again. <laughs> I'm trying to think. It reminded me of what you're talking about, how, like, the way you talk to yourself. Like, when you're like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm so old now. Like, mm-hmm. that really ages you mm-hmm. because you're literally telling yourself exactly. you're old. And you're bringing negative attention to it. So that's all your body's taking in. Yeah. Like, oh, we're old? Okay, let's get fat. Let's, uh, <laughs> just kidding. But, like, you just start falling apart. I'm not going to be old keep... and fat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's one thing. I consciously, sorry, we, we were supposed to end it. <laughs> but I was really proud of myself about working out because I was not enjoying working out or, like, dieting. I've tried so many things, and I finally just came to the conclusion to just accept everything as it was and just try to work on be better things my best yeah exactly yeah like working out I was like i hate going to the gym and doing cardio like that thought alone made me not want to go so i was like okay i'll just do cardio with my dog and now that's what i do because mm-hmm. i'm like why am i gonna force myself to do something i don't want to do yeah just that's yeah make things fun if you don't want to do it make it fun yeah like find another way to get a benefit exactly the same type of benefit or something so i was really proud about that so now I can enjoy yes. working out and lifting weights, you know, mm-hmm. instead of wor- thinking about not wanting to do cardio yes, the whole time. Makes it a drag. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you don't already, please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, Light and Love Podcast. Can they on Facebook leave comments or can we have like a group on Facebook? I think it's just a page. Right it now. is a page. Yeah. So maybe we'll make like a chat and hopefully you guys will go in there. Oh, okay. And we'll go in there. We don't really Facebook much, but for this, we will. Okay. So hopefully you guys can talk to us on there. Yay. See you guys next time. Bye. Thanks for listening. See you guys next week for another episode of Light and Love.